session continues. Tom, Jamie, what it do? What's up? Ray, I'm ha- I'm very happy to be having this discourse today. Yeah, so let's just delve right into this. As you know, this is the Hamburgerized podcast now. Just go, um, go into Labels it. and names really don't make a difference because the truth speaks for itself. We don't always tell the truth because we lie sometimes. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, so for this week, there has been a key word that has been permeating my entire reality. And Uh-oh. I spoke to you um, earlier off off record, and I believe that you also had the same key word come into your, your realm. And I wanted to really delve into that today. And the key word I'm talking about here is optimization. Yes. So it's a geek word that you hear nerds and techies probably use quite a bit. However, there's a lot of seriously important implications to optimization that I want to get into and how it affects your life on a very micro scale, but how it also affects the entire planet on a macro scale. So the first the first thing that came into my life about optimization was that just it was actually really simple was I was just computer shopping, looking for a new computer. And this is a debate that's just never ending and it and it's the one between should I buy a Mac or should I buy a PC? And I don't want to get into this geek discussion over Macs versus PCs, but let's just say that because I felt that after weighing all the factors of what I was looking for in a computer, I ended up uh, choosing op- optimization as the most important pillar of what I was looking for, which I'll get into over the course of the discussion. <laughs> so so let me just break it down just a little bit. So yes, everyone knows Macs are highly priced. They probably should be lower. They probably could be lower, but they don't have to be lower because people obviously will pay for Apple products. And, it, yeah, it comes down to personal preference, but really the strongest selling point of Apple's or Macs over PCs happens to be optimization. And what I mean by that is, yes, as I was looking at PCs, I did find a lot of powerful systems at affordable prices. But when it comes down to the actual workflow, when it comes when it came down to the programs that I wanted to use that that render video the fastest, when it came down to all these little microscopic details to start up, like how fast the computer starts up, how fast it shuts down, if I have a lot of tabs open, um, which computer is easier to work with. Like if I have, um, let's say I need to get into certain files that are hard to find, but I still need to keep all these other programs running, and I have to keep pulling open uh, more and more new tabs, it starts to become a hassle when your computer isn't optimized. Yes, you can optimize your PC to the furthest extent possible, but the beauty of Macs is that they come optimized. 
And so that was really, um, I wanted a computer where everything is streamlined because I don't want to have to be wondering how to check my system preferences. Like, oh, where, because you can find everything, at least for me, I'm not like some tech wizard, but I can find pretty much everything I need to find in a PC, but I have to look for it. Whereas um, on the Mac OS, I feel like it's just everything is intuitively organized and it's a lot easier and quicker to find. So that's for computers. I was trying to optimize, but the way that, so what was your, you, you mentioned something too about optimization. I was mostly talking about um, optimizing my workflow, and oh, yeah. But I mean, further, we were t- we talk about frequencies a lot. I'm talking about optimizing my frequencies, my thought patterns, things like that of that nature. And that is so important when it comes to the final result. What we're all trying to go for and that's success so whether it is you're trying to optimize your computer or your frequency your your spiritual frequency i think you're you're talking about it all boils down to success and success has a different definition for a lot of people when i say success i mean fulfilling your mission whatever it is whether it's going to the grocery store and getting everything on your grocery list or if it's implementing new ideas and concepts to the world to make it a more optimized, efficient, and better place to be. It's really the same thing. So I started thinking about, I just optimized my computer system. I spent a lot of money doing it, and I was happy with the result. So why should I stop there? Everything should be optimized. If I'm willing to go so far to just optimize my computer, why not go all the way and optimize your entire house, your transportation, your vehicle, and then take that to the workplace until finally we have the whole entire planet optimized. That really would be the ideal situation. And I want to recommend a researcher to check out. Um, it's this lady named, um, what is her name? Maria, Maria Strasberg. And what? you could, Maria Schreiber, uh, it's spelled... Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, wife, Maria Schreiber? Oh no, Maria Schreiber, no, it's um, M-A-R-I-A-S-C-H-A-F-E-R. And she has a book out called Spurgonomics, and it's a book about spiritual economics, and her whole thing um, is about optimizing the planet. She doesn't really have, uh, I haven't read the book myself, I just um, was introduced to this researcher and heard her spiel and I really liked what she had to say. And what she had to say was, she believes that right now on the planet, if you're listening to the show, there's a high probability you are one of these people. But she says that after the 70s, there was all these different children that were born, uh, the 70s and after, who were signed soul contracts. This is, this is where it gets metaphysical and esoteric, so if you're not comfortable with metaphysics or esoteric uh, vocabulary, this might 
not make sense to you. So I'm just going to try to break it down and translate as best I can. But she believes that um, a lot of people that were born after the 70s had signed what you would call soul contracts. And they're basically here on a mission to optimize the planet and the human species. And you know if you're one of these people um, because you have certain characteristics. One of them happens to be you're one of those people that you don't think that reality is what it is. So you're always trying to peel back more and more layers of reality to get to the kernel, to get to the essence, to realize more than what society is offering to us, even though um, we live in a really comfortable first world society. We have like very nice clothing. We have good food. I mean, as long as you're not eating the GMOs and you're shopping for the proper organically grown food, then we have good food and we have cars and we have nice houses and luxuries. But yet, these things still don't fully satisfy a certain type of person. They do to others. There are some people who are completely satisfied with material items and just their usual social games and things like that. And it, that's plenty to keep them going. And then there's a, there's a specific type of other person where they just are searching for something more. So if you were born after the 70s and you have some of, some of these characteristics sound familiar to you, you're probably one of these people. And if I don't know whether um, you've found your purpose yet or if your job isn't your purpose, by the way. I mean, a lot of people get into this notion where, like, your job is who you are. You know, like, especially when you get to a certain age, people will ask you, like, what, what are you? What do you do? And then you say, like, I'm a doctor or I'm a, I'm a, a salesman or a lawyer. Whatever it is that you say that you are, it's not really what the, it's not really what you are. It's just your job. And I think people, um, that, we, the kind of person that we were describing earlier who are more satisfied with what they face value, material possessions and social status, social gains and things like that. I think to those kind of people that, I think to those kind of people, um, they are their jobs. They consider their occupations to be who they are. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that there's another type of person who I'm speaking to, and I'm not really addressing the first kind of person I was talking about. So, yeah, so these people, if you're in the category where, if you're in the category of you're born after the 70s and you have this, you're a seeker, effectively. You're a seeker. You're seeking for something. If you're one of these people, it's a high probability that the reason why you may not necessarily know what your ultimate purpose is is because it's yet to been it's yet to have been discovered. 
but you will discover it in your lifetime because it's the whole purpose the whole purpose of your mission is to instill a new concept to the reality to the present reality and that's why it's important that you were born after the 70s because if you were born before that the odds are you wouldn't be in middle age or in, the, in a prime age during the time where everything's opening up, where people's minds are opening up and people are allowing new ideas in to their realm and into their personal belief systems like they are now. So optimizing the planet, what we have right now is a workforce that's enslaved, basically. We're not optimized, but they're inventing, um, we already have robots now that are capable of automation for manufacturing and for service as well. And so once we, once, this is not really what's, now I'm leaving the researcher, I put it out there for people to go and seek out for themselves. I still have to do it because I haven't read her book, but I was, um, I found out about her. So she's just someone who I'm interested in. And her, her idea was cool, which is that um, optimizing the planet is the mission of a lot of these star seeds or indigo children. I didn't want to use those labels, but basically um, the, the, the generation that were born after the 70s that yeah, supposedly are having psychic powers, psychic uh, abilities, awaken awakened during this time and people who have always had that urge to peel back layers of reality. Uh, those are also known as indigo children and star seeds. But in the new age community, labels like that kind of make people want to feel special. And that's really not, that's really not the purpose of identifying these type of people is to feel special. It's not, doesn't mean that you are special. I mean, everybody's special in different ways. Obviously an Olympic athlete is special in his own way. Uh, a, a great actor is special in his own way. Uh, um, a figure skater professional is, is uh, special in her own way. So everybody is special in their own way, but yeah, if you're a star seed, then you are special in that way. I'm not using that as a as a as a freebie. You know how sometimes like they feel bad for um, the dumb kids or something, and so they'll just say, "Oh, well." Like in, like when they're talking about the eight, the eight types of intelligence, there actually is one called there actually is one called um, outdoor intelligence. It's called outdoor intelligence, and it's it means that um, if you're someone who's really into the outdoors or environmental science, that you have high outdoor intelligence. But see, they just made that up. <laughs> it's basically because the other ones are like musical intelligence, kinesthetic intelligence, spatial intelligence, problem-solving, logical intelligence. They're like ones that you can measure. But then they just throw in um, outdoor intelligence as a freebie because what if you don't have any of those other seven? That means you must be stupid. So in order to <laughs> not make people feel stupid, they throw in a freebie. So what I'm saying is for the indigo children is um, I'm not calling them indigo. I'm not calling indigo children and starseeds special. Uh, I'm not saying they're special. And I'm not saying that they're 
I'm not giving them. First of all, I didn't give them any of these fucking names. These are the names that already were invented by people a lot older than me in the New Age and the metaphysical community. They didn't give the name Starseed and Indigo Children. Uh, they didn't make those names up just to make random people feel special. This is really something that if you meet another like-minded person of similar wavelength and frequency, you will know. I've actually had this experience because at every single job, I've had so many different jobs in my life, and at almost every single job, I look for other like-minded beings, and I, I probe and I, I, I put out signals to see if another person is one of those people, and I usually don't make friends at work this way. I, I usually make enemies. But I remember I but it actually did work one day. And it was so weird because I had never spoken to this gentleman in my entire life, ever. And it was weird because when I, when I finally spoke to him for the first time, the first thing he said to me was, you're the first person I've been able to talk to at this whole company. And I felt to say, I didn't want to be like too like homo about it. So like, I didn't say this, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I just, um, I didn't want to say that to him. I didn't want to return and say like, oh my God, same here. Even though that's how I was feeling. And what was so weird is that when we started communicating and we just started talking, it was an immediate the conversation immediately got metaphysical. Huh. And we and it's not like I talked to him before, like, oh, are you into this? Or, or do you have this philosophy about life? You know, it, it wasn't even like that. It was just, we just immediately went into metaphysical jargon. And it was just the strangest thing because I was on the verge of giving up because normally, like I said, I, know, I always probe people at work or in public or just like wherever I am to see if they're another if they're another if they're another one and I never fucking find them except that one time I did and it sucks because after um, I was laid off from that company I, I never really kept in contact with them but it doesn't matter because um, we're, we're still in contact spiritually um, we're the same species so um, it's not about the person it's about the species so, so this is like a real fucking phenomenon, whether it's obvious or not. And and I and earlier we were talking about um, optimize. So we talked about optimizing the computer. We talked about let's talk about optimizing the home. So something simple that I've noticed in my home, and I hope that others notice this too. It's actually uh, something that a lot of people probably do automatically, but um, there's probably a lot of people out there who don't do this automatically, but that's just having a clean, organized, optimized environment at home. And you'd be surprised how that basic, that simple and very basic um, strategy, if you will, could actually clear your mind and clear your, your spirit by a long shot and I don't know if you noticed but if if um if the room is messy 
and everything is disorganized, it starts to make my mind feel the same way. It's almost like a mirror where, like, my room or the kitchen or wherever I'm, whatever room I'm in starts to become a mirror of what's going on in my mind. So if I start cleaning my environment and I start optimizing my environment, I'm also simultaneously optimizing my own mind. And I notice that shit helps because, like, for example, um, I woke up um, at the beginning of this week on Monday with all this crap that I have to take care of by the end of the week, and I was, it was all out of order. In my mind, it was all out of order. I didn't know how to put it in order. But by putting my house in order, by, like, cleaning, I fucking cleaned everything, like, swept. I, I like, got on the floor. I... I went with a little toothbrush, I cleaned and organized and optimized everything in the apartment and and uh, lo and behold, it was almost like instantaneously right after I did that, my my plans of action for everything that I had to get done just like fell in order. It was like, wow, okay, yeah, I'll just go over there. It's only one o'clock. You know, it all just became crystal clear. And so... Imagine if the whole entire, obviously the planet is not optimized the way it is now. Look at all these homeless fucks in first world countries. Look at downtown Los Angeles, Skid Row. That shit is worse than the outdoors. If you look at um, inner city scum, if you look at cracked alleys in the inner cities, it's so much filthier than the actual earth and the actual forest outside. It's actually that much more toxic and filthy. And that can't possibly be the result of all the technology that we have now. You know, it's like we can optimize. We can we can op we can optimize the planet a lot better if we pull together and we help each other out. And people like us and people like you guys out there Start to start to implement new concepts to the world that that have systems that eliminate greed because they're based on merit. Let's start there. So, so what did you have to say about? Um, you had something you were going to bring up about optimization and our spiritual frequencies. I did. I can't remember now. You're on a roll. Well, I ate one of those um, weed uh, chocolates before answering the phone. Um, Sometimes it'll throw me off on a few tangents there. But um, one thing I've been tripping off of is I started researching um vitamins right like i don't know which ones i should take which ones i shouldn't take i know that um everybody's different so i just started looking stuff up and then all of a sudden <clears throat> i started coming a- coming across like the truth about a lot of vitamins like um for example vitamin c um v- anybody everybody should google this cuz it fucked my mind up <laughs> Vitamin C is a complex compound, and it's got like seven, eight, ten things in there. But 
And then, oh, so it has all that stuff in there, and then it has a, a shell, like an egg. It has its own protective coating, and they call that ascorbic acid. That's, that's, that, that goes around the, the compound of vitamin C. Now, for some reason, our government, our FDA or whatever, they, they say that ascorbic acid is vitamin C. So that's like taking the paint off a car and putting it in a bottle and selling, saying you're buying a car and you're just buying, well, really, you're just buying the paint of the car. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's, or like buying a hot dog with just the intestinal skin. Just the skin. Um, so that's, and, and then that's the vitamin C we take. It, it, and it's basically useless. That's the mainstream FDA-approved vitamin C is just ascorbic acid. And I, I checked my, my vitamins, all the ones I have in the house. I have a, a box of emergencies, ascorbic acid. I have a multivitamin, ascorbic acid. I have these vitamin C chews, tablet things. I only, you know, I just keep them in the cupboard for when I'm sick, ascorbic acid. Yeah, I mean, vitamins are a crock of shit. And <laughs> so I'm trying to optimize they, optimize my vitamin supplements, and um, those companies aren't optimized. Yeah, I mean, like they're there to make money, make no mistake, and they're not there to to help us out. Like no, and it's not that they're supposed to be. I mean, like people should know this by now. All the health food and companies out there, they're not trying to help you. They're trying to make money because they're for-profit businesses. Like that's—they're not there to serve and and make people live longer and healthier. They're there to make money. That doesn't mean that you can't buy healthy products just because it's run by a company. But what it means is you have to be self-reliant on your own knowledge, and you can't really trust anything. That doesn't, that sounds too good to be true. And vitamins is one of those things. It sounds way too good to be true that you could pack all the, the nutrients and vitamins and minerals that you need for an entire day into one pill and swallowing that pill will give you everything. That's what they're trying to sell you on. And it's just way too good to be true. And the reality is it is too good to be true. So. I think that's great that like you're exposing vitamin C and and the and the lies about vitamins. And that's the thing just, is, if you really want to get that's just one vitamin. Look up vitamin B and all the other vitamins too are equally as fucked. Well, maybe not as fucked as vitamin C, but it's crazy. It's crazy what they got going on out there. Yeah, and it's like if you really just want to be on the safe side, save your money, save your your damn money. And just do it the, the normal way. I'm not going to say the natural way. I'm going to say, no, do it the correct way. And eat food that contains vitamins. Get a blender and just dump the whole produce section into the blender and just drink it. Don't complain about the taste because it should taste great. If your taste buds are healthy, normal, and are functioning properly, you will crave food and flavors that are good for you. 
that your body needs and wants to grow and survive. You won't be craving artificial donuts and artificial sweeteners and chemicals, preservatives, artificial flavors to taste like shit to you as they do to me. When I, when I eat a, a microwave dinner, I, all I taste is chemicals and it's, it's vomit to me. And that's how it should be because your taste buds are part of your instincts. Just like a cat, uh, whiskers are its feelers. They're there to feel out the environment, to analyze the environment and to take in and to keep out. It's, it's to take in what you need and to keep out what's poison. So your taste buds is the same way. And it's the reason why a lot of people don't know this, but like shit, the chemical that's in shit, it's the same chemical, I forgot what it's called. It's the same chemical in eggs and in gasoline and all that kind of stuff is a poison. And the reason why it smells like shit is to keep it out of your body so you won't go near it. And and to see, that's the problem is that like our taste buds have been, have been damaged. Have, they're not permanently damaged, but they've been so polluted that people don't know how to use their taste buds. And um, that's why they want vitamins, because the food that they crave doesn't contain them. The food they crave is, is artificial, and it doesn't contain any nutrient value, so they have to take vitamins. And that is not a, a good way to get in your vitamins. The best way to do it is... And not just eat, but like I said, the blender, because it's just, there's no way, like, I mean, even myself, it's just, it's boring. Like, most people, you're not going to make a salad with celery, kale, spinach, berries, other fruit, and water. Like, most people wouldn't want to eat that as a salad. But if you put that in a drink and just down it, it takes 20 seconds. And you've got a, a good amount of fiber you got a great amount of vitamins and liquid H2O. It's pretty much you could live off that almost. So that's my recommendation is don't don't waste your money on vitamins. Waste spend your money on a blender, and then just put the whole entire produce section into the blender. Do not add any sugar. Do not add juice, and only add water. And the sugar from the fruit should be enough to sweeten the beverage. And that's taking and having a drink to your health. Do it. And if you're one of those spiritual indigo children starseed warriors, which I hope you are, and I hope you are part of the New Earth Army, and I hope you really do keep your body and mind healthy and optimized so that we could optimize this whole planet and elevate the status of humanity to a new level that's never been witnessed before, or maybe it has. So that's where we're trying to take it. And it all starts with your thoughts, and it all is dependent on your optimized health and well-being to begin with. So you need to start with the right thoughts, then you need to spread it out. You see, take that from the micro level, and then we spread it all the way out to the to the macro level. This optimization movement. And so let's let's get started. We got the vitamins going. Um, we got rid of the vitamins. 
not taking vitamins anymore. Hey, um, just one another quick thing about vitamin C that I learned during this research is um, <clears throat> you mentioned sugar just a second ago. Uh, so sugar, so when your cells need to uh, feed, when your cells your your cells need need things, oxygen, they need uh, all kinds of stuff. All the different molecules have different shapes, and that's how they plug into each other. So, like, your cell needs vitamin C. There's a very specific shape to vitamin C so that when it enters the cell, it, it fits p- perfect perfect puzzle piece for that particular vitamin C. turns out that sugar, regular sugar, has the exact same shape as vitamin C. So that becomes a conflict of interest yes. for absorption. Yes. That's a good point to bring up. You that's know, a great you, point to bring you up. all these things about sugar, but that's that's where it boils down to. Is sugar is just what will take over. So there you have it. I mean, sugar is the number one poison that is in everything out there. They try to put it in everything, and you see how it causes diabetes. You see how it causes cancer, obesity. You see how it makes you depressed. It makes you crash. It depletes your energy. It rots your teeth. It rots your organs. It's just a horrible poison that's just in everything. And and the the really, like, your taste buds, um, fruit, the sugar that's in fruit should be enough. And I understand eating is like a sport now because it's it's all about uh, gastronomy or whatever the that word is, like for culinary adventures. You know how a food is like a big deal now? And then people, I have, I've even been hearing this saying going around. People are talking about the perfect bite. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> it's just like this foodie thing where... I guess I want the perfect bite. I'm not a big food guy myself. Maybe that's why um, I, I, I don't care too much about giving up sugar or, like, all these rich foods because I'm not a big food guy to begin with. But, um, yeah, I'm glad you did bring up the fact that sugar will block the absorption of vitamins because that's just something, yet another detrimental effect of that poison so get it out go into your go into your your pantry right now and throw out all your sugar and replace it with honey even um that other stuff what is that other sugar that people it's like a natural sweetener that's kind of popular now stevia even that you got to throw that out um also uh, that's all Also, don't buy your honey from grocery store. You got to get it at like a farmer's market or something. Oh Jesus, that's just <laughs> so much work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Self reliance is a lot of work, but that's why I'm telling you, it's like this is the warrior's path, and no one said it was going to be easy. Nobody fucking said who didn't. I don't remember anyone saying it would be easy, and. It takes a tremendous amount of, of self-reliance. And that means that, like, no cutting corners. You can't cut corners. Like, that, the slacker cutting corners, cool guy, it's not like that nowadays. And especially if you're 
uh, one of these light warriors or, or indigo chill child starseed, then definitely you've got to train and to be self-reliant. Because they're not, because the whole point of it too is that no one's going to fucking see your vision. And that's the other thing too. So it's so far ahead in the future. And so most people in the now won't be able to see it. It's not that they're not going to embrace it. Once they're able to see it, they will embrace it. But it's just that this it's not visible for them in the present moment. It's just too far advanced into the future. So in order for you as a warrior out there, in order for you to keep your eye on the ball without getting distracted and without having you have to be unbreakable when it comes to your to your mission. It has to be it has to be this serious where there's nothing else in reality but your mission because they're not going to support you. Like nobody's going to see the truth the way you guys do. So yes, it's, it's a hassle to have to friggin' find out you can't have sugar, that you got to have honey, but you can't just have honey. You have to get this other kind of honey from the farmer's market. As long as you're just doing the best you can, you'll eventually be successful. It doesn't matter when. It just matters that you are. And so don't worry if it feels overwhelming in the beginning it don't, or even in the middle or at all. Just don't worry when things feel overwhelming. It's supposed to be. And it's okay that it is because you can handle it. And you will handle it. And that is the hallmark. That is the trademark of this species. And it's just a fucking awesome way to be. So it all starts with optimization. And so what did you, what else did you have? I remember what you said now about the, uh, about the frequencies and optimizing your frequency. You were talking about, oh, I was talking about EMF e- waves. EMF pollution. EMF, waves. EMF pollution. Tell them what it is. Oh yeah, so like uh, EMF waves is basically all the radio radioactive waves from wireless devices, and it's all over us. You can't it's it's creeping and crawling and smothering us, saturating us, and there's nothing we could really do to avoid getting away from it. So the only thing you could do to shield yourself is to minimize it, and there's a few very cheap methods that you can do to do this. Um, I do not, like, for for my setup at home where I put my router and modem, I, I make sure it's behind, I make sure it's in a room that is away from my bedroom. So I don't put Wi-Fi in my bedroom. I put it in the very next room, so I still get Wi-Fi in my bedroom, but the main hub isn't right next to my head when I'm sleeping. And then um, I do not sleep with my phone on. A lot of people, I notice so many people are careless with their with their phones when they go to sleep. They will just turn off, they will just leave their phone on and put it under their pillow and sleep with their head over their pillow. I've seen people do that. And I'm like, wow, do you want brain cancer when you wake up in the morning? I turn my shit all the way off 
and it's away from me. You know, it and says it, in all in uh, almost all phone manuals. You know, your phone comes with like a little book. No one fucking reads it. It goes straight in the trash can. But in all of them, it says your phone must you, you recommended distance between your phone and your ear is like twenty millimeters. That's yes, yeah, that's right. So they even. They're, Hell you. They're even <laughs> they're putting it in the manual like you can't sue us if you get brain cancer because you probably will if you're you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and and so they're tell they're not hiding it, man. It's really it's our responsibility. They're telling us this is not this is not a free lunch. There is definitely uh, dangers to it. So you got to be precautious, and so I downloaded an I downloaded an app that cuts the blue light down. And that's off, another one is uh, that's another one. A lot of people aren't privy to is blue light damage. When you're working on a phone or computer, anything that's a screen, digital screen, it's gonna emit flickering and blue light, and those are bad for your brain. They give you headaches, migraines. They same thing. They give you uh, some people. They give seizures to uh, anybody who's. They just tire your eyes out and burn your sockets a lot um, as you're staring in front of the screen. And they're bad for you. That's why when you go to sleep, you're not supposed to even look at your phone screen an hour before because it's going to keep you awake. Yeah. So yeah, the app you talked about is a good one. Uh, shady or one of those that will dim the blue light on your 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 devices is recommended. Or you could also use the glasses. The glasses are you get them on Amazon. They're just called blue light blocker glasses. They range anywhere from twelve to a hundred plus dollars, and they're a worthy investment to save your brain and your your eyeballs from blue light damage from devices. So keep your Wi-Fi. Um, a lot of people also have earthing masks that they put in their home and they put they put near their uh, workstation. I've never tried them. Uh, I'm not really and, and crystals. I um, when I started looking at this EMF stuff, um, crystals popped up, specifically black tourmaline. It's supposed to be really good to keep uh, keep away the um, EMF radiation. I mean, it can only keep so much away, but um, it's better than nothing, you know. Yes, I have. Yeah, I'm not too uh, knowledgeable about crystals myself, but it is an interesting. Uh, crystals do fascinate me, though, because I know that. Um, they're big in the metaphysical community, and I know that a lot of uh, storage, actually, like all of the technology we use comes from crystals. Yeah. Isn't, you know what's funny is, um, not funny, but interesting, is the guy who invented hard drives, like he worked for IBM, mm-hmm. he invented the hard drive. Like he got, he got um, into crystals and how they could store information and data. So he somehow made a made some mechanics, put a layer of crystals on there, whatever. Boom, you have a hard drive. And um, then his son got sick. Something something happened with his son's back. 
like his son broke his back or something, and they told him he'll never walk again or something crazy like that. So the doc, so he was, you know, he was desperate, and he he's been working with crystals. So then he starts doing, um, starts healing his kid with crystals. He he got way into um, crystal healing, and uh, he quit his job at IBM. He quit all that. He invented hard drives. He's like, I don't want nothing to do with that, and he just got into like making crystals. Hmm. I forget what they're called. That's... I forgot his name, but he makes his own crystal and it's cut a very specific way, and they use it for like healing and stuff. And it's very expensive. Weird. Yeah, I know. Like uh, I saw this documentary on how uh, it was on nanotechnology and how the cost to make um, computers smaller and smaller is, like, all based off of crystals or something. Like, how in order to cut the smallest... um, You know how, like, originally circuit boards was, like... um, It was... uh, They used... What was it? Fiber optics or some shit. And... um, yeah, I, I don't know some shit about that, but uh, yeah, it's all about yeah. like, like silicone is a little crystal, right? Or it's like a sand particle or something. Silicon, uh-huh. Silicon Valley. All our computers are. Oh yeah, that's right. Data and memory are saved on that shit. Damn. So what is this crystal that you got? Uh, that um, I don't have it yet. I ordered. I just ordered it. It's called black tourmaline. And what does this crystal do? It just says, uh, I don't know, I, I could Google it. Um, it. It has a lot of properties, but basically it's electrons, you know, and it, and it um, a lot of the crystals work, they either deflect, they might, it might work like it deflects that, the EMFs, or it absorbs the EMFs. Or it and uh, it absorbs it and transmutes the the EMFs. All those crystals work different ways, but um, the black tourmaline, I think, uh, repels repels the EMFs. Oh, so there you have it. That is another another one that people could do. To optimize things. And um speaking of electrons, here's another inventor story. So the guy who invented LASIK surgery, the guy that he invented um you know, fix your eyes with a laser. He so I guess the story is he he was always an eye doctor. And um but he's a, I guess he's a genius. Like he has a, a hundreds of patents and um, and stuff. But he's working with someone. He got he he caught some virus. He got really sick. Like for years, he was in bed for years. And he started looking into alternative medicine. And um, he he somehow figured that <clears throat> the basis of all healing. And all in Eastern, Western, and like in all philosophies of uh, medicine, is basically moving electrons around, like yoga, 
crystals, whatever. Oh, dude, that totally he, is the flow. See, that's, that said, was the final. Oh, well, listen, he 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 said the the every all the all the healing arts and medicine or whatever is all about getting electrons to flow to the damaged area. So his thinking is, what's the fastest, quickest way to get electrons to a specific area? Lasers. And then he got way into lasers. What? And then that's how he came up with LASIK. Yeah. Damn, that's a really sick idea because that is totally what... I know it's going to sound crazy. <laughs> Go it's ahead. It's going to sound crazy. Everything we've, that's said, what I've been, everything we've said is crazy, dude. I know. That's what I've been trying to say about optimization is like... You, okay, like, the, the perfect example of non-optimization is all the flow not being able to streamline to that location. Yes. And so blocks and obstacles is, is the opposite of optimization. And I guess it all boils down to this simple truth of all healing, like what the LASIK guy pointed out, is that all healing, I had said earlier, I had said it in a different dimension. I had said success. I said all roads lead to success, whereas he said, had said it all roads lead to healing. Or, or the way that all roads lead to healing is to get all flow to the damaged area, which is mm-hmm. success. So streamline and optimization and flow states laser, fo- is, the laser path, focus. is the path to genius. Because that is what you pull out of the flow state, of streamline, of keeping movement flowing is a uh, that's when magic happens. So you have to enter into the rhythm of the world. And I hope all of you light warriors, don't even mess with those, those words, man. <laughs> I hope all people out there will learn this skill and know about it and do something every day to enter into the rhythm of the world a.k.a. a flow state. Quit your job. Like, don't even worry about your bills. Um, don't pay your rent. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, find time to do it. You, you have time. Um, yeah, I know it can be lonely out there, but it's all about self-reliance. So that's the final message I want to leave them with today is optimization, and if you are one of if you are one of the leaders of the New Earth Army, <laughs> then don't don't be upset when it gets hard or overwhelming sometimes because it's all about self reliance. Now that that's the name of the game. There's no one to rely on. It's we can't rely on an expert or a government. So you got to know how to do it all. You got to know how to cut your own hair. 
you got to know how to build your own house. You got to know how to make your own furniture. You got to know how to take care of yourself. That's the most important thing is being able to just stay in shape and take care of your temple, which is your body, and don't. You can take a little damage here and there, but make sure you use harm reduction <laughs> to, to make up for it. And you will see a world unfold before your eyes that you've never or you have imagined before and now you're seeing it. And remember that when you change the way you see things, you change the things you see. And that's all I'm going to leave them with. That's good, man. I hope so. Well, thanks for talking. <clears throat> yeah, man, it was great. And I hope to... Uh, thanks for listening to those listeners. Continue. Yeah, I want to continue the discussion as always. And thanks and... to the people downloading this shit because I talked to... <laughs> I know this isn't for everyone. I talked to some of my friends. They're like, what are you guys doing? I couldn't even listen to five minutes of it, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but guess what? 700, oh, 700 of you downloaded the last one. So the, the, for those 700 people, um, right on. It, well, it, it makes sense, too, that a very small percentage of people – would be able to tolerate what we talk about because it's really, like I said, if you're not one of the the indigo kids <laughs> or if you're not one of, um, if you're not on the same frequency or wavelength, this is going to sound boring as fuck, basically. You know, it's not going to sound like anything at all. It's, so, it's uh, true, man. Yeah. So I'm happy for, for, um, for you guys out there if you do like it or if not then just whatever there's like so much shit to choose from um all right all right man i'll talk to you later I'll, all right all right later.